Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I am the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. How to grow your audience in 2023. So first of all, I just want to talk about why this is always important. So there's so much content about audience growth, audience building, content, virality, etc. But for me, the reason that growing your audience is always going to be of paramount importance for your longevity is because you want to make sure that you are always able to connect with new people, generate new leads and keep the momentum going in your business organically. So when we talk about growing your audience in 2023, I'm really talking about making sure that you're connecting with the right type of people, making sure that you have the right type of content and the right type of audience connecting the two together so this is not about how to get another thousand followers in a thousand in you know one week or whatever this is about how can you continue to grow your audience with ideal clients so if you are in a situation where you would like to have fresh eyeballs in your business, you want to attract a higher caliber of client, you want to increase the type of person that you're working with, you want to make sure that you are bringing about change within your audience, whether that be energy, whether that be values, whether that be commitment, whether that be the level of their business, whatever it might be, if you are looking to have new people and build your audience and continue to build your audience for 2023 and beyond, this is going to be an amazing, amazing episode for you. So the first thing that is really important when we look at building your audience is you can do this in different ways. You can have non-obligation building and you can have obligation building. So if you're building your audience with no obligation, that would be things like your um, posts on Instagram, your podcast, your YouTube, things where your audience can grow, where they don't need to give you an email address. They don't need to opt into anything. They're not committing themselves to anything, but they are consuming your content and binging in your space. You then have oblig obligating content. Um, oh, sorry, obligating content. Yeah. This is where they are committing their email address 
or some form of data with you to be able to get the thing that you're offering. Now I've created those two terms. They aren't the official names of these things, but this is how I segment and how I make sure I'm growing my audience in these two ways. So you wanna be growing your audience publicly and organically. So whether your social media, your podcast, your YouTube, and you wanna be growing your audience on things like your email list. Now, the reason that these are two separate things is the level of commitment is different. The level of commitment to someone that is binging your content, you might have no idea who they are. So if your podcast downloads are increasing, you have no idea who these people are. But if your email list is growing, you can start to build a connection because you know their name, you know their email address, and you can start to see who's opening and who's not, who's clicking and who's not. So you have a very, very different footprint on these two bubbles of people, shall we say. So Let's start with looking at this. How can you grow both of these elements? Now, if we start with your email list, how do we grow your email list with purpose? The reason this is important is you don't just want to grow your email list to grow your email list. Because what happens is you end up with loads of people on your email list that you are then paying for that are not opening your emails. So you want to make sure that it is steadily growing with the right type of people. So how do you grow your email list? Now, what's really, really important when you think about this and we think about growing your email list is understanding what this exchange is. So if someone is signing up or opting into something and they're giving you the email address, they will be expecting a certain level of something based on the thing that they've opted into. So we're going to go through ways that you can grow your email list, but making sure you're doing this in the right ways so that these people stay on your email list, open your emails, click on your emails, which is better for you, but it's also better for them. So ways you can grow your email list. Number one, of course, you can have a lead magnet and a freebie. This is almost kind of like lazy tips because you know that. But what I would suggest that you really want to do is think about how you can create something even better. That means that the people coming in are of a higher caliber. For example, yes, you can have a PDF download or an ebook and people can download that. If you were to have, let's say, a three part video training and people are downloading it, if people are still opening your emails on day three and clicking on that training, you know that they are really, really interested and credible people taking part in what you are offering. So the first thing I would say when it comes to growing your email list is think about can you increase or up level the thing that it is that you are offering to make sure that the people you're getting in you can also start to see how credible they are. So that could be things like a three-day video series. It could be um, a three-part, five-part mini training. It could be an audio series. It could be um, a live, you know, a recorded video training that comes with three days of support. Whatever you decide to do, I would really encourage you for your business assets as well to think about how you can up-level what your free elements to your email list building are for your freebies and your lead magnets. Now, the other thing that you can also do off the back of this is also start to think about when you are looking at growing your email list, what are you doing once they're on there? So it's all well and good growing your email list, but what you really, really need to be thinking about doing is how you're then nurturing them. So what I would really suggest that you start thinking about when we're looking at this bubble of people and growing that audience is when you are growing your email list, we've looked at a way that you can do that, really increasing and enhancing 
the quality of the freebie or the lead magnet. But the second step to that, again, which also almost like double makes them credible, um, you know, and gets you to kind of double verify them and start to really funnel your audience is to think about what you're doing after this has finished. Are they just going into your newsletter? You know, so are they just getting a bi-weekly or a weekly email from you now? Or do you want to offer them something else? And here is when growing your email list and then over delivering really, really works. So would you like to take them from a freebie that you've got, let's say this three-part training, and then say, right, now you've done this, why don't you do this? And take them to another freebie or another free training that maybe isn't publicly promoted, but now that they're on your list, you're going to over-deliver to them and give them even more of an amazing experience with something else that you've got. And this something else could then lead them in that training or in that freebie or in that experience to something that is paid, okay? But that's not the point of this training. This isn't about getting more clients. This is about growing your community, growing your list, growing your email, growing your audience. So that's what I would really suggest you do without going too far into it um, from the sales side is up-level your freebie and your free content to therefore up-level the people taking part and for you to be able to really vet how far and committed into that process of your emails they're going. Then offer them something that isn't available to the public to again see how many people open and click. Because if we were to take this further, this allows you to start thinking about your ready-to-buy audience. How, how ready-to-buy are your audience? And this is really important so make sure that you are putting yourself in a position where you are building your community but also like we said at the start with the right people and people that are going to be ready to buy people will be ready to buy for you if they are already committing to you and you are offering them more ways to commit that is an amazing opportunity so that's something you can do from your growing your email list now let's think about how do you grow your email list how do you grow your community publicly so whether that's your youtube your podcast your social media your facebook your instagram threads you know wherever you're hanging out these days so Growing your audience is not just about followers, it's about building connection. And I can't stress this enough. It's better for you to have less followers and a deeper connection and understanding of who your community is than it is to just have 5 billion people that you have no idea who they are, you don't know how credible and viable they are, and you definitely don't know if they're ready to buy. So my first piece of advice when it comes to growing your audience publicly on your socials is to think about what are you doing to actually build in conversation and depth with your followers on a regular basis? How often are you asking questions? How often are you engaging with them in your stories? How often are you doing polls? How often are you creating content that is asking for their feedback? How often are you interviewing people on your podcast, you know, doing live collaborations, connecting with people? How often are you promoting your freebies, getting people into your world? How often are you creating an environment of connection and community? Because this fundamentally is going to be one of the easiest ways for your business to continue to be marketed without you having to do all the marketing. If someone is having an amazing experience with you, they're going to tell more people about it. If you're delivering value, people are going to tell other people to come and connect. So it's really, really important that you are thinking about this and thinking about the depth of how you're showing up on your platforms as a first and foremost. So this isn't just about growth. This is about depth. The second thing I would think about when it comes to growing your audience is making sure that you are doing things on a regular basis that brings people back to your platform. So whether that is regular live trainings, regular Q&As, um, a, a regular interview, what are you doing that regularly brings people back to your platform? It's the same with things like a podcast. Are you doing regular ep solo episodes? Are you doing regular interviews? Are you doing collaborations? Are you reposting old podcast episodes? Have you got in your email 
reels and link to episodes and clips that are really helpful for certain topics that people could then go and binge on. Are you creating a repurposeful, repurposeful ecosystem within your emails, for example, and something like your podcast? People could follow you on Instagram and have no idea you've got a podcast. How are you bringing people from all of your different worlds back to you? That's the second part here. What are you doing on a regular, consistent basis to bring people back to you? And if you're saying, well, I post every day, this is not what I mean. Are you then doing something, for example, where it's like, right, um, top tip, top tip of this week, and it's a carousel and you're giving people loads of top tips and you do that once a week, that brings people back. When you're posting content, people don't know what to expect, but when you create a predictability, there's a reason for people to come back. So are you creating a reason for people to come back to your platform? This is also going to be important for your growth because it's good for your engagement, good for the algorithm, really, really good for your retention of your followers and also for them to talk about you to others. So what are you doing to bring people back to your platform? The next thing that's really important is where are you actually building a community? Because this is where it grows when people feel like they have an identity and they belong to something. So have you got a close friends community on Instagram? Have you got a Facebook group? Um, you know, what are you doing? Have you got a Voxer community? What, what is happening for people? people when they are following you to go somewhere else and this is important if again not to go too much into the sales but if you want to have a ready to buy audience people need to feel served by you before they invest and that doesn't always happen with just using social media so once people are in your world have you got somewhere else that you're going to take them to become part of your community part of a collective and this doesn't have to be forever it could be that once a quarter you run a free challenge you run a free boot camp you run a free experience it could be that once a month you do one free live q a on zoom that people have to register for. You might do a free uh, live coaching session for a winner of something. What are you doing to entice people into your world, but also get them to stay? That's the key. So getting people in because there's value, but also then getting them to stay and want to come back. Do they want to come to the next monthly or quarterly online networking session that you run? How are you getting people to stay in your world and bring more people to it? So I've given you some ideas there as well. So that's the other thing. Now, the next thing that you want to think about when you're growing your audience for 2023 and beyond is also thinking about what assets are you building into your business and what are you creating that allows your business to grow even when you are on holiday, off sick, you know, doing other things, spending time with your loved ones. So have you got a system in place where you have free content going out online consistently or repurposed that isn't always about you? Now, here's what I mean by that. I like to think of it as like a long shelf life. So I would rather create things like a podcast or a live training or a masterclass, which I know people can come back to, rewatch, tell other people about, people can benefit from, than I would, for example, just creating um, reels every day. Now I kind of do both, but <laughs> what has more of an impact? I would say longevity in your content. So start to think about how frequently are you creating content that can last more than that one post or that share that people can come back to? So for example, if you do have a really informative carousel, you might actually pin that to your Instagram for that month so people can come and save it and you know utilize it. You might have a podcast episode that you feature. You might do a live training at once a month that you then pin or save. And then you send to your email list, you send to your followers, you keep bringing people back to. So when you're growing your audience, you really want to think about what you're doing to also allow it to grow longer term without you there and without a time limit. So creating content that isn't time sensitive is also a really amazing way 
to grow your audience and make sure that you are connected with the right type of people. Now, another way that you can grow your audience is to also start thinking about what you're doing to get yourself featured and exposed in other ways. So are you offering yourself to do guest expert sessions, run guest masterclasses, do collaborations, do guest interviews, be featured on other people's podcasts, write for some other people, do some blog articles? What are you doing on a regular basis to get yourself in front of other people's audiences? Are you reaching out to peers, past mentors, past coaches, friends? Do you want to collaborate? Should we interview one another? What are you doing to get yourself in front of new eyeballs on a consistent basis? This is a really powerful way for you to grow your audience. And this is something that you all have access to, whatever stage of business you're at, through your network, through your peers, and through your community. Do you want to offer your actual community? You know, I could go on my Instagram and say, okay, look, I'm willing to do three free guest expert sessions for your community, for your masterminds, for your memberships, reach out now and we can discuss it. That would get me in front of new people, but also allows me to support my community. That so is, you know, allows me to cement relationships with people in my community, which is great for my community growth and depth, but also allows me to serve more people. So how often and what are you doing as an activity of outreach and exposure to get yourself in front of new eyeballs and new people to continue to grow? So I've given you some ideas here. This is kind of like a bit of a starting point of all the things that you could be doing. And then we can go into it in more depth in terms of how you then convert, how you then make sales, et cetera. But I do also want to let you know that if you want further support in this, in terms of what you can do to get visible, to attract, to convert your clients, I am actually running a masterclass, a live masterclass, the only one I've done of 2023. And there are a few public spaces left available. So if you want to have access to this training on how to become visible with intention to attract and convert clients for the rest of 2023. So we're looking at things like lead generation. We're looking at things like authority building, credibility. We're looking at why you're visible, the life cycle of your content. We're looking at some case studies of what you can do to sell in your content and how you do that. If you would like access to this, then just go into the show notes and click on the link. And I would love to see you in the masterclass. Like I said, there's a very limited amount of spaces, public spaces left available. So for those of you that aren't clients, but I'd love to support you with this further in not only growing your audience and you being visible, but also attracting the right people and converting them and getting more clients for the rest of 2023. So if that sounds like something you need, just click on the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you in more episodes and also inside the masterclass.